Happiness and Emunah. That's the... We're going to talk about today a big, big problem in our generation. It's called self-loathing. We brought it up a little bit in the past. You know what self-loathing is? Let's say a person, he has a good business, and then all of a sudden his business starts to decline. So what happens to him psychologically? He starts to hate himself. Oh, I'm, such a, I'm so bad, I'm so this, I'm so that. And then you get very down on yourself. One. Two, a person struggles with shiduchim. Nobody likes me, this, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a problem, I've, I've, I'm no good. Classic, classic case of self-loathing. Three, a person can't have kids. Oh, I can't have kids, all my friends have kids, I can't have kids. I'm, there's something wrong with me, I have a problem, this, that. There are a million ways this could, this could happen. It happens in, to everybody, it happens in, in many, many different areas in life. But thank God there are ways to deal with it. In the past few shiurim, we've been talking about the importance of recognizing the value of the soul, right? That's the fundamental thing, the, the, the basic concept behind everything is that Borei Olam created you with a soul, and your value comes from Borei Olam, not from any, anybody else. But you know, sometimes the pain is going to be a little bit too much, and that's not enough. I mean, it's a little bit of an abstract idea to say, oh, my soul has value. So I, whenever you're in the middle of, of something difficult, it's not easy to just think, oh, Borei Olam has given me value, my value comes from God. It's a lofty concept and it helps. It's a, it's a beautiful concept, but you need some more help to get there. So, with the help of Hashem, we'll give the master class on, on the different tools that we have to dealing with this, with this problem. One, besides for the soul issue, which we, which we said, again, it's, it's, it's hard to tap into sometimes. Most of the time, the self-loathing and the, the hatred of the self, which is the same thing, happens because of a person's perception of what people think of him or her. So the person's business falters, and then he says, what, is, what are the community going to think of me? They're going to think I'm a loser, I'm going to lose all my status. And then you start to hate yourself because people don't respect you anymore. Or same thing with Shiduchim. A person has a little bit of trouble with Shiduchim, a, person, a girl has trouble with Shiduchim, she's getting a little older or whatever. Nobody likes me, I have a problem, I have this, I have that. It's like with the spies also. How's it like with the spies? With the spies? The Meraglim, they, they thought, the giants thought that they were like... Ah, beautiful. Uh, and then, and... Uh, but and, how did they know what they were thinking about? Right, right. You know? So there's the, the, the classic Devar Torah, which we brought up in this year before, is that the Meraglim, whenever the Meraglim go into Eretz Israel, they say, we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and that's why we were like, and therefore we were like grasshoppers in their eyes. How do the Miraglim know what the, the people, the Kenanim, thought of them? It's because they thought of themselves as grasshoppers, so they assume people thought of them like that. Say we don't even go that direction. The first thing to learn, and this is, this is borrowed from a, a uh, concept in, in psychology called cognitive, you want to know, cognitive behavioral therapy. It's, it's the method of challenging thoughts that are problematic and seeing how true they really are. And in this case, Let's say a person is having trouble with, with, uh, with business or shiduchim. And he says, people aren't going to like me. Or people don't like me. We're in a generation where the most respected people in America are a family, the, the Kardashian family. That's, that's what the most respected people in America. We're in a country and in a society where materialism is the highest value. You may, maybe people don't actually like you. Maybe people don't actually respect you. But does it really matter? 
in a society where the people that have the most kavod are the people that you know are, are, are low lives, does it really matter what people think? So that's challenging the thought. You challenge the thought of self-hatred. You challenge the thought that people don't... Well, maybe it doesn't really matter because we don't live in a generation where people's values are that good anyways. This happens also with, with people who, let's say, like it happens a lot with girls. Or the parents of girls, they tell them, don't become too religious because obviously it, the, the, the pool of the marriage pool shrinks when a person becomes more religious in our community and in many communities. And then, well, a person may think poorly of themselves because they, their, their marriage pool shrunk because they became more religious. But is that really something to feel bad about? Is that really something to say, oh, I messed up because... Not, because or maybe it's a problem with our society that what a person who lives to a higher standard who lives with lofty goals with emunah and Hashem all of a sudden becomes a problematic person that's a problem with the society not with the person so that's one method uh, it's, it's a method of challenging the thought and the thought is often very very wrong uh, another thing and actually we'll end with this because I didn't know it would take so long using the difficulty for growth a person will tell himself, nobody likes me, this, that, I hate myself, this and that. And the person will say, I'm suffering, I'm suffering, I'm suffering, I'm suffering. Reframe that thought, reframe that feeling of suffering, and instead of calling it suffering, call it growth. Now, every time you tell, your, you tell yourself, uh, this, that, I'm, I'm so bad, I feel so bad about myself, don't say, I feel so bad about myself, say, I'm growing. Every time you have that thought, say, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing. Because, I mean, you've told us before. Any time you're in times of difficulty, that's the time when you have the most growth. That applies to business also. When business right. is the toughest, that's when there's the most opportunity. When things are the worst, that's when you grow the more. At the end of the day, what do you want? To be someone who has all the material good or you want to be someone who has the inner good? You want to be someone who's grown the most. If you have two options, one is to have all the money in the world or one is to have all of the inner strength in the world or all of the inner growth in the world by, the, by your deathbed, let's say. By a person, person's deathbed. Which one would you rather? Have all the money in the world or have all the growth in the world? Well, it's the, the inner growth, the growth of the neshama that you're going to take with you, not the money. So you have time, uh, the business is struggling. Things are poor in the business and you start to feel bad about yourself. Keep telling yourself, this is not suffering, this is growth. It's not suffering, it's growth. Because at the end of the day, if your business went down and now as a result of it you've grown tremendously as a human being maybe you've become more kind maybe you've, you've come to appreciate the suffering of others more maybe you've developed and you will develop as a, as a result of it you're walking away at the age of 120 you're walking away with a lot more than you would have walked away with if you had, if you had the money because with the money your life was too easy and you weren't growing but once you had that difficulty all of a sudden the neshama grows and the neshama never goes away. The, sh the neshama you take with you to the next world. So the challenges are part of it. And that's part of dealing with difficulty is a constant recognition that this is growth. This is growth, this is growth, this is growth. It's not suffering. We reframe all of the difficulty in terms of growth and that's now all of a sudden, once you do that, hopefully, you'll be able to tap into the neshama again and say, my value comes from Borei Olam. The people, honestly, I don't care what people think about me because... We're in a generation where clearly people are thinking something wrong anyways. And it's difficulty. You know what? The people who didn't have difficulty, when it comes to Ma'abe Esrim, I'm going to have a, a stronger and more cultivated neshama than the average person. So it's beneficial. It's good.
And Bezo Hashem, Hashem will pay everybody back for all of the suffering. We'll get tenfold in Olam Abba or Olam Azeh. But you, you, there's, no, there's no guarantee in Olam Azeh. As we said in the Kriyat Shema, there's no guarantee in Olam Azeh. There's definitely no guarantee. But in Olam Abba, we know that Borei Olam Azeh just God. Bezo Hashem, Hashem should heal everybody. Amen. Should give everyone Refuah Shelema, Refuah Tanefesh, and Refuah Taguf. What is Refuah Tanefesh? What's the soul? The soul is the mind. Refuat nefesh means mental health. Everybody should be happy. Yes. Hashem, we should have a week of much beracha. Yes, because you don't have men, mental right. health. We should have a week of much beracha, Amen. success, and Hashem, happiness. Amen. Amen. Amen.